Hey, it's Nikki Llewellyn and you're on Gut Plus Science. This podcast is on a mission to increase engagement at work. And on this show, we equip CEOs and people first leaders of all levels to make impact. Let's get to it. I am excited to have a friend and content expert join Gut Plus Science to inspire, educate, and walk alongside us to navigate important diversity, equity, and inclusion topics that will help us move people forward. And it's Brian McComick. Brian is passionate about creating human-centered workplace cultures and has over 25 years of experience to share with us. Brian, you go. Hello and welcome back. This is Brian McComick, your DEI or diversity, equity, and inclusion commentator on the Gut Plus Science podcast channel. I am delighted to be with you again this month and actually am recording my episode from beautiful London. I've just had the opportunity to spend a few days on a queer leadership retreat uh, with a wonderful, amazing group of humans and delighted to, to be back with all of you in the Gut Plus Science community and sharing this month's message, which is on starting your DEI journey as promised last month. Let's start with just some of the barriers to why people are hesitant to start their DEI journey. When I when I talk to so many leaders and and employees and managers, one of the the things that I hear is I don't know where to start. And the other thing I hear often is I'm afraid that I'm going to get it wrong. So I just want to encourage you as you're as you're stepping into this space, uh, into this conversation, into this work of creating a diverse and equitable and inclusive workplace environment. First of all, those fears and anxieties and and the discomfort are all very normal. And I know it can seem a little scary to step into a conversation that already feels like it's been going on, particularly a conversation that feels like it's been happening for quite some time now. What I'd like to say is just get started. Take that first step. Take that second step after you take the first step and then take another step and then another step. And eventually you'll just feel like you're part of the conversation and part of the work and part of the change in progress like everyone else. So I just encourage you to to step beyond the discomfort and fear and step in. I'm reminded of my friend and colleague, DK Bartley, who is the chief diversity officer at Moody's. And what DK says is, we, we're, we're happy if you join the party at any time. If, you, if you're at the party before the party started and you were there to kick it off, or if you came halfway through, or if you're there just for the, the sort of second wind of the party, we're glad you're here. Let's have a good time. Let's make some change happen. So what are some things that you can do to take that first step and to get started and to move forward on your DEI journey? The first thing I would encourage you to do is to seek out content, seek out messages, seek out learnings that are different than your own lived experience. What do I mean by that? I am a cisgender white man. I'm a gay man. I'm a person with a disability. So I could follow, and I certainly do follow people who have similar lived experiences like me, listen to podcasts or watch shows or, or read articles from people who are similar to me. But I also try to seek out information from people who are different than me. One of my favorite podcasts uh, to listen to is We Can Do Hard Things from Glennon Doyle. Glennon is a, an 
amazing woman, human thought leader, motivational speaker. Um, she also happens to be married to the incomparable Abby Wambach, the U.S. soccer player. And she talks on her her podcast about the real things that she is facing in her life. And she invites other women to join her on that podcast. And they have really phenomenal conversations. So that's one way that I can peek into the lives of, of women and learn about the experiences of women as I endeavor to be an ally and an advocate for women in the workplace. Another thing you can do if you have the authority or if you're empowered to, to bring together a group of, of your team or colleagues to have a conversation is you can have a meaningful conversation with colleagues at work and learn from them and their lived experiences. So if you're going to do this in a formal way, I encourage you to, to do a little research on how to create a, a safe space for a listening session or a listening circle. Sometimes we also call them an empathy circle at Hummingbird, but create a, creating a safe space for people to share about their lived experiences is another way to move the conversation forward and to start to create an environment that is diverse, equitable, and inclusive. What's really important when you're in those conversations is to remember that the goal is to listen and to learn and not to defend and educate. So often when we hear a perspective that's different than our own, our first instinct is to defend our point of view, to advocate for our position, to try to, to champion for someone to see the world our way. And in these circles, really the goal is to try to understand another point of view. One of the best ways to build bridges of trust is to try to understand and empathize with each other's perspectives. So step into that space to try to understand and listen and be curious and to learn about the perspectives that are different than your own. It's okay if we don't see the world the same way. And one of the best ways to help someone else feel seen and valued and heard is to understand how they see the world, how they experience the world. So step into that curiosity and learn about another perspective. And the last tip that I'll give you on this episode is to think about who are your trusted circle of advisors and confidants and influencers. Take a moment to you know, get a sheet of paper, write down the list of your closest advisors on the left side of the page, and then in columns to the right, list their race and their gender and their disability status and their religion and their age or generation and see how much difference there is in your trusted circle of advisors and more importantly how many of those advisors that that you go to to make decisions and to think about the choices you're going to make how many of them are different than you or how many of them are the same or very similar to you when i first did this exercise I will fully admit that most of my advisors were other cisgender gay white men who are Gen Xers. And I've really worked hard to expand my circle of advisors and trusted confidants and influencers because I'm committed to doing work that really does create workplaces where humans thrive. And that means workplaces that include everyone. And I need to make sure that my decisions are being informed and influenced by people who are different than my own. So hopefully these tips are, are helpful for you as you're stepping into that exciting and sometimes scary journey of creating a diverse, equitable, and inclusive workplace. If you're looking for additional resources or tools, definitely visit the Hummingbird Humanity website. 
If you click on our resources tab, the blogs that we shared, uh, Bianca Chow, who is the head of consulting for Hummingbird and I shared in May, talk about starting your DEI journey so you can find some additional information there. And also under the resources tab, you'll find a number of other tools and resources and PDFs and uh, we call them resource guides that you can borrow and leverage and share and learn from. In the spirit of curiosity, each of our resource guides also includes links to other resources where you can continue your journey of learning and exploring. So as I wrap up this episode, what I also want to encourage you to do is as you are someone who are, is taking the, the time and energy to, to listen and to expand your knowledge, think about how you can take this conversation forward, share this episode with a friend or a colleague or, or a loved one, bring the, the episode to back to your team and have a conversation um, with your team members to see how would they want to start your DEI journey or their DEI journey? What does that look like for them? So use this, uh, maybe use this episode as a conversation starter to kick things off and to get the conversation started. Thank you so much for, for being with me again this month. I'm so grateful to be part of, of your, your routine and a part of the People Forward Network community and the Gut Plus Science podcast community. It's such a pleasure I hope you'll join me again next month where we will continue the conversation around DEI. Until then, stay safe and be well. We just left the world a little bit better. Now go do something with it.